Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, Dr. McCullough, everyone knows Dr. McCullough, who is unfortunately just surpassed by Dr. Malone for Joe Rogan's most downloaded episode of all time. And of course, Mr. Michael J. Durant running for Senate out of Alabama. And the one thing that made me think about putting you together was listening to, uh, I believe, a radio interview with you, Mr. Durant, a month or two ago. And the the sound clip of you saying, you're going to have to put a gun to my head before I fire people for being unvaccinated. And now with, I believe, four hours ago, for all future listeners, today is Thursday, January 13th, 2022, it's 7 or 4 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, the overwhelming majority of the vaccine mandates were just struck down by SCOTUS. So... Um, Dr. McCullough, what advice as a physician, as the most published cardiorenal physician in the world and as a wonderful person, what advice would you give Mr. Durant, who is going into D.C. to stand up against these tyrannical mandates and Mr. Durant, a business owner who would be forced to fire, I believe, about 80 employees if these do stand? And in true Tommy fashion, I haven't shut up in two minutes. So, Dr. McCullough. Well, thanks for having me on the show, Tommy. Tommy, it's great to meet Mr. Durant, I would just say from what I know is that so many of these mandates were already in place before the Biden mandate. So it was in the minds of corporate boards and and, and small company presidents. It was in their minds to have mandates long before the Supreme Court. So I think what needs to happen now is the mandates need to be outlawed and they need to be prohibited because uh, they don't have any scientific standing. Uh, They're causing great harm. And uh, it just was basically a bad thought pattern that people got into uh, for these vaccine mandates. We have data now with Omicron from uh, Hansen and colleagues from Denmark, from uh, the UK uh, Security Health Report. The vaccines have no coverage on Omicron, none. And a paper by Zheng Yu published in JAMA showed even with the prior version, Delta, it only had 20% coverage. So the vaccines have not covered the illness at all now. Uh, for two major outbreaks, they need to be dropped and uh, people just need the freedom to work their jobs and go back to normal life. Yes, sir. Mr. Durant? Yeah, I mean, I agree with that 100%. It was just such a ridiculous overreach. And unfortunately, I have a little bit of bad news uh, for you, Tommy. So the Supreme Court ruling earlier today, unfortunately, does not apply to defense contractors. So for my company, we're still in limbo. Uh, the, the lower courts uh, basically have suspended the mandate for us, but uh, that was not part of what the Supreme Court was ruling on today. That was the OSHA guidelines, which applies to non-defense contracting companies that are greater than 100 people. So we're not out of the woods yet, but but I agree with what Dr. McCullough said 100%. This, this needs to be outlawed. You're taking you know great people who want to work, who are when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply highly skilled, you know, critical to the success of my business, 
They're the breadwinners for their families and being forced to do something they don't want to do. And, you know, I've done everything I can do working with them. And that number has been reduced because we we have worked together uh, to get them to either get uh, health exemptions or religious exemptions, which I have approved. You know, I, I don't have the authority not to approve them. I don't understand why any companies ever would feel, you know, not want to approve a religious exemption. Uh, but there are still a few people who, for moral reasons, don't want to do it. And unfortunately, if this uh, mandate gets back in place, you know, <clears throat> then I, I will be forced. I mean, it won't literally be a gun to my head, sure. but, you know, when you threaten or not threaten, but potentially lose the contract uh, and then have to release more people, you know, that's essentially a gun to my head. So we're doing everything we can. You know, it's obviously great news today what the Supreme Court ruled, uh, but, you know, it's a complicated issue. And part of the problem is that it is so complicated, not just COVID, but all of the things that are being done by the government to deal with COVID, it just adds more stress to an already stressful situation. And, you know, we don't need it. So uh, let's hope that uh, the, the defense contractor uh, provisions will also be ruled unconstitutional and, and outlawed. In terms of um, in terms of being tough on China, which is a stance that you have, which uh, Joe Kent has, I feel like that would be that would be of importance to fight back against these specifically against defense contractors, you know, you know, we're, we won't gut everyone else, but you know, the guys building the weapon systems and maintaining the weapon systems, we're going to gut those companies. I feel like those two go hand in hand into, cause I know we only, uh, we only have about seven more minutes for everybody listening. All the schedules are in limbo right now. That takes me to the next step, which is something that I can talk on. You know, I, Dr. McCullough is here. I was permanently banned from YouTube in last August for having on Dr. McCullough for telling people not 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 to not get the vaccine, but there are some vitamins you can take if you're over 60 that you should take. And that got me permanently banned. So that brings me to Section 230. Section 230 is the only reason why individuals like Dr. McCullough and Dr. Malone can only get their voice out when they go on Joe Rogan. Everyone is now, and hey, God bless, everyone's now learning about what they're saying. We're seeing a massive shift in trends. But it's terrible because Dr. McCullough has been coming on my show for seven, eight months. He was on Stu Peter's nine, 10 months ago. Dr. Malone was on my show back in June. Yet it's only when you get to Joe Rogan, we shouldn't have to depend on, I love Rogan, we shouldn't have to depend on one podcast for the word to get out. And it's criminal that a man running for Senate and a man of Dr. McCullough's esteem are on my podcast with, hey, you know, I won't, I won't sell myself short, but let's be honest, my podcast, 6,000 subscribers is as opposed to Joe Rogan, 200 million viewers. So with Section 230, Mr. Durant, what will you do at the very least to oppose that, to push back on big tech, uh, big tech censorship? It's a monopoly. They're shutting down all opposition and all competition, and they're not even allowing for the very discussion about whether or not there should be COVID uh, vaccine mandates to occur. The mandates are one thing. When we're removing our ability to even discuss them, that's a whole nother ball game. What are your thoughts on that? And I know that was a word soup, but your thoughts. No, I, I was tracking most of it. Uh, it's unconstitutional, no question about it. I mean, and it's it's career politicians and, you know, the, the socialist liberal left that is trying to control speech. You know, it's a, it's a constitutional right that we all have. If we're not doing something that's illegal, 
we should be able to express our opinions openly, just like everyone else. And, and I think anyone, you know, who cares about the Constitution, who cares about our individual rights as citizens would fight for that to be the case. Dr. McCullough, could you perhaps say your two cents on that as an individual who really, of all people, why would you ever have to deal with censorship? It's absurd enough that I have both of you on my podcast. It's even more absurd that an individual such as yourself has faced so much backlash for simply speaking out and showing the data, showing all these reports. You're the most well-versed and well-cited. You're a walking encyclopedia. When I listen to you talk, it sounds like you're reading off a teleprompter. Dr. McCullough, could you please talk on your own concerns with censorship? I can say mine all day long. I'm a podcaster. It's much different for you. Could you please speak on that? Tommy, censorship has run deep now for two years, and it's in the medical literature. It's actually, it's in uh, the peer-reviewed medical literature that I attempt to cite. We have gross examples of censorship. The censorship is a one-way censorship. It works to suppress uh, any information on early treatment, any publication on early treatment, even our largest clinical trials. Uh, there's suppression there. Uh, it, it is uh, uh, completely designed to promote mass vaccination. If we look at the medical literature, uh, the, there's about 15,000 papers on vaccines, only 5,000 papers on treatments. Uh, in our medical communications, we get promotional communications all day long on vaccines. We never get ones on monoclonal antibodies. Uh, uh, or now we're not getting them on the new EUA, Merck, and Pfizer drugs. It's very intentional. I think it's a very intentional suppression of treatment. It looks like it's going to happen with the Merck and Pfizer drugs now as well in order to promote mass vaccination. And there's been a doubling and quadrupling uh, down on mass vaccination. The vaccines have, have failed. They failed to stop transmission. They failed to end the pandemic. It's obvious we're in the biggest curves we've ever seen with Omicron. We have clear data. It's non-randomized data showing that the vaccines don't cover Omicron. I can't imagine how bad uh, the vaccines would do in a randomized trial. It would be terrible. So we know that the vaccines have um, a a unacceptable safety profile. Over 21,000 people in the CDC VAERS system have died. We think uh, about half of those are domestic. 50% of deaths within 48 hours, 80% of deaths within a week by papers by Rosa McLachlan that shows that. There's a CMS whistleblower case that um, estimated last summer, the real number of Americans that died after the vaccine was 45,000. And now we have a paper in from uh, Pantazantos and Seligman from Colombia that indicates that we uh, uh, could have as many as 187,000 Americans have lost their lives after the vaccines. And we just got reports out this week that ages 18 to 49, there's been a 40% excess mortality from the actuaries from the insurance agency. There's not a single person in this country that wants a vaccine. They know their life is on the line. And to try to tether employment or contracts or commerce to these vaccines is, uh, it's, it's, it's completely unconstitutional. It's uncivil. It's, it's basically unjust. The vaccines are still in research. They can only be optional. And at this point in time, I think the band-aids should be dropped and the vaccines themselves should be pulled off the market. Thank you, Dr. McCullough. Mr. Durant, closing thoughts, because I know everyone is very busy. And unfortunately for the listeners, we're going to have to wrap this up in about a minute. Mr. Durant, closing thoughts. Well, just, you know, we didn't really talk about active duty personnel. 
but you know, when you when you think about the investment that the country's made in in qualifying some of these people, Navy SEALs are you know get the most attention because you know there's discussion about them turning their tridents in if they don't want to get their the vaccines. It's absolutely ridiculous. It, at first, it's a waste of taxpayer money. Second, you know, it's it's well, it's demoralizing and it impacts readiness. I mean, you know, we need a capable military. How and when we use it is obviously on you know, case by case basis, but we got to have it. And and these types of, of mandates are are affecting that and really affecting morale as well. As you said in your interview, your first interview on that radio show when you first announced about you know going into Somalia or even going into Desert Storm, part of it wasn't even necessarily our ability as a military. It was the enemy being so fearful of how ready and competent we were. If you start looking at it and seeing some chinks in the armor, that's when the enemy attacks and that's when they prey upon. So it's much larger than vaccine mandates. It's much larger than free speech, not to be pearl clutching or hyperbolic, but it does seem to be the very state of readiness of our nation. And with that, I know Dr. McCall is busy. I know Mr. Durant is very busy. Thank you both so much for coming on here. Mr. Durant, God bless you. Thank you for standing up and doing what most of us don't want to do. And I will support you in any and every way I can. And both of you, thank you for your patience with me, as I know I am probably walking the line of uh, harassment in terms of emails. Thank you both. God bless you both. God bless America. Thank you so much. Take recording care, stopped. Have the recording has stopped.